You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. And welcome back to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ, 750 AM, 312-255-8408. Also get us on youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. Father Greg Sakowitz and Mark Teresi. Mark, that was a wonderful first half with Susan and Dan. And was it nice to hear Father Tom Bama's name and, and what a reverence they have for his work with the Parliament. And he and I were good friends. I mean, yeah. we, we knew each other going back to... Uh, Notre Dame High School, yeah. college prep, uh, met in August of 1967. So we met, we were two 14-year-old high school freshmen, mm-hmm. and how quickly the years went by, and we buried Tom a year ago, April, You didn't happen to know how he, the vocation journey for him, because he went to Butler, he was majoring in pharmacy. What happened? Do you, I mean, just maybe briefly. I think... He just came to realize when he was at Butler and also then pharmaceutical school for a year, he just he once said to me, I always had this part of me, I was being called to the priesthood, oh. but I didn't want to respond to it because I had my own thing, what I wanted to do, but I finally gave into the Lord, and he said, I never look back, and he so much loved being a priest, was so loved at Mundelein Seminary. Oh, he was a gift to Mundelein. And he was such a kind, kind, very bright, and ecumenical circles known and loved by everybody. So we have a great second half program lined up. Again, 312-255-8408. St. Agnes of Bohemia Parish, located in Chicago's Little Village neighborhood, is hosting street masses every Tuesday and Thursday evening, the beginning of August, to bring the gospel message of peace and hope to the community and to pray for an end to violence. Joining us for this half hour of today's program, Father Marco Franco Luna and Tony Valesco. Father Marco and Tony, welcome to the program this morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning. Good Thanks for having us. Now, I hear, uh, Father Marco, you are the brand new pastor in St. Agnes. You arrived there July 1. Yes, I am. I just got here like a... 20, 20, uh, seven days ago. Wow. And that is, you know, the very fact that I've gone in my 44 years of priesthood in different assignments, beside moving, it's just so overwhelming to begin a new parish, new names, right. new structures, new systems, new way of doing things. And also, just for a moment, Mark, list, you just jotted down mm-hmm. four pastors that came to our mind, four outstanding priests in the archdiocese who've been previous pastors of St. Agnes. Uh, Mark mentioned them. So, John Manns, yesterday we, we a lot him. of St. Agnes people were here for his yeah. funeral mass. Uh, Don Nevins, Father Don Nevins. Um, Matt Foley was, I don't know if you know Father right. Matt Foley. And f- this is some years back, but Father, Father John Klein, too, was mm-hmm. at Agnes. So you're... Mm-hmm. People didn't pick you by accident. You're in a long line of wonderful priests. Great and priests. I'm sure Cardinal has the confidence in you that you'll continue that great tradition, those great traditions at Agnes. Father, so congratulations. Yeah, Father Marco is a great priest. Thanks. And then, Tony, what is your position in the parish? 
Well, I've been a, a music minister uh, at St. Agnes uh, for 26 years. Wow. 26 years. Yeah. You've been the director was, of music. Well, I uh, in the last five years, I, I, uh, I've been freelancing, but I still participate as a music minister. For 20 years, I, I served as a director of music and uh, coordinator of liturgy. That's amazing. And now, Tony, you were born where? I was born in the United States here in Chicago, uh, raised in, in Cicero. Uh, so I'm, Little Village is, is, is right around the corner. Uh, my home parish is Epiphany Church. Oh, oh sure. was that with Father John Enright back in the day? Father John Enright, Monsignor Hayes. Yeah, yeah. Monsignor Hayes. Oh my! So let's you... not forget at St. Agnes, uh, you forgot a pastor, uh, Cleek Kiley. Oh, oh sure, gosh. before oh. John Klein, right? Yeah, he was exactly. right before John Klein. Yeah, yeah. yeah Father Cleek Kiley, an outstanding priest. I mean, the, all the lists we just gave there, tremendous priests in the archdiocese, and then. Father Marco follows in great footsteps, so it, uh, great footsteps. So maybe, um, I need to ask you this, Father Marco, you've been there in the parish now less than a month. Uh, what are All your right. first impressions of the faith community of St. Agnes of Bohemia? Well, you know, that's a very, uh, people are still looking for, for Christ, which is a good point, nowadays in our, in our culture. And since this is a very Hispanic uh, uh, parish, they are trying to live their, their to to present their faith in public, as we do in our in our home uh, countries. So that's why we do a lot of uh, public things in, in order to to show up our our faith. And one of those are, are the street masses, you know, and that the Virgin of Guadalupe is coming up. And there will be a huge a feast also here in, in Little Village. But they are still looking for Christ and trying to, to in some ways, to do it in, in public. They, they really want to, 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 to show the neighborhood that Christ is still doing great things in, in our souls. Yeah. Beautiful. Now, Tony... You and I, I've been doing music for 50 years uh, here uh, in church and other places. But give me an idea or give Father an idea uh, about the music ministry there, but maybe a memory that you have that really encapsulates for you how important the music ministry is at St. Agnes. Well, the music ministry at St. Agnes has, has a long history. Uh, uh, there's a lot of volunteers. Mm -hmm. at, at one point, we had up to nine masses on a Sunday. Wow! Uh, so you're talking about um, a lot of formation, a lot of uh, developing uh, uh, young people and, and older people. Uh, there's a lot of participation uh, through. Uh, in the past, we've we've had uh, uh, teachers come in and teach uh, instruments. Mm -hmm. So. So people could participate by learning new instruments. And now uh, people are starting to see, you know, the, the fruits of, of the past. Uh, so there, there's, there's been a lot of movement as far as music at St. Agnes. And it, we have seven masses now and they all have music. Uh, and it's not just, usually it's not just one person. It's a group of, of musicians and singers. 
Beautiful. Right. And that's a testament to your hard work. Now, my, my right in saying that St. Agnes of Bohemia is the largest Hispanic parish in the Archdiocese of Chicago, or one of? I would, I would assume it's one of, yes. I don't know the numbers, so. Yeah, we just got tremendous numbers. Maybe let's talk it to uh, Father Clee Kylie or Father Don Nevins, but uh, it's like like over 5,000 registered families or units, and just thousands of people uh, at St. Agnes of Bohemia, but it's, uh, it's a very, very well-known and beautiful church, by the way. You know, Father Marco, maybe, well, maybe a yes. little bit, could you share with our listeners and viewers just a little bit of your faith journey? How, uh, how did this, uh, uh, how did priesthood come to you, or how did you come to the priesthood? Sure. I was uh, born and raised in Mexico, and I was living there until until I got uh, I turned 23 when I came into the United States without speaking any English. Wow! And I studied at uh, Casa Jesus, which was a program for all uh, uh, Hispanic vocations that the diocese had in the, in, in previous in in the past. Mm-hmm. And I was studying at uh, English at UIC, and then I went to uh, Mandalay Seminary for theology because I studied philosophy in the seminary in Mexico, but why I wanted to be a priest, mm-hmm. it was because I was an altar server in my in my home parish. And like seeing my pastor with such a great joy mm-hmm. and, 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 and he was talking to everyone <clears throat> and enjoying his life. And I, I always said, I want to be like, like him. I want to be like Padre Isauro, what's his name, Isauro. Beautiful. I want to be like him. So and when I turned 12, I joined the seminary. That's very common in Mexico mm-hmm. when you are uh, very young. So I studied there for, for 10 years. And when my brother uh, passed, I left the seminary for a while to be with my family. And during that time of healing, I knew about Casa Jesus. And they invited me and, and, and began all the process. So I've been in the state for the last uh, 10 years now. And Marco, you ordained at Mundelein Seminary in what year? Uh, 2019, four years ago. 2019. I have sweaters yes. older than you. <laughs> so you were ordained as I celebrated my 40th anniversary. I was ordained May 9th, 1979. Then you would be middle of May 2019. So that's just amazing. Uh, Mark, go ahead, Mark. I was just going to ask, Tony, what about your vocation? I mean, you spent a lot of years in a commitment uh, at St. Agnes. Why? You could have been, you know, I I know because I do the music. You you could have been doing it anywhere, but you chose to connect with your faith community. Why? why, why? Well, Father John Klein was a person that that hired me and very thankful. May you oh, rest in peace. Yes, um, exactly. And uh, um, Bishop Artosik became the administrator after John Klein for a oh, couple of years, yeah. or a year and a half. Wow. And um, great bishop. Working working at the beginning with them, you know, really impacted me. Uh, and then when Matt Foley got there, uh, he he kind of pushed me to to include my family in the ministry. I was separated my ministry at church kind of like my job mm-hmm. and my family i told them you guys have to look for another church and my family said no we need them here mm-hmm. so my family 
uh, was very involved in our ministry in the ministry at St. Agnes. Uh, and, and currently, uh, my daughter and my son were, were both music ministers uh, for many years and my wife. So yesterday at the at the funeral um, uh, services and mass, uh, my wife and my daughter sang. Oh, beautiful. Uh, my daughter does sing guitar. So she learned she learned guitar in, in, in our music lessons that we had. And um, and my son played violin. Beautiful. So if you look at those videos, was, my whole family was was involved. Bishop Mann's also influenced a lot. Yeah. But uh, Matt Foley really uh, asked us to be part of, of this community. So it was it was a big blessing for, for me and my family. So that's the biggest part for me. Now, it, it, uh, Tony, uh, I was there, of course, yesterday for the uh, funeral for Bishop Mann's. Were you the guitarist? Yes. Beautiful. Oh, I thought that was you because I was sitting on the other side and my eyesight isn't what it used to be but that was you on the guitar and singing and you have a beautiful voice and did a tremendous job in the whole music ministry you filled yesterday. the cathedral you filled the, you know, oh, your wonderful. sound yes. filled the whole cathedral so you know kudos to you you and the group were fantastic and I thought that was when I was looking at you. I said, "I said, I think this is Tony from yesterday." You, you, you didn't happen to hear Father Greg trying to sing the Spanish verses? I was doing it very, very softly. <laughs> yeah, very, Mark, take us to break. WNDZ seven fifty AM, Catholic Chicago three one two two five five eight four zero. You can go to youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago with Father Marco Franco Luna and Tony Velasco and we're continuing after our break to con- uh, talk about St. Agnes of Bohemia Parish and the special masses that are going to be that are being held in the neighborhoods uh, this summer. We'll be back in a few minutes. Please stay tuned. Catholic Charities offers a wide variety of volunteer opportunities to those who want to share their time and help us serve people in need. Whether it's stocking the shelves of our food pantries, helping refugees learn the English language, tutoring school-aged children, becoming a mentor to young adults, sorting clothes in our clothing rooms, serving hot meals to those who are facing homelessness, or delivering meals and making cards to lift the spirits of our homebound seniors, we are deeply grateful to all those who want to join in our mission of mercy. Volunteer opportunities are updated weekly for people of all ages at ccofchicagovolunteer.com or just call us at 312-655-7053. That's 312-655-7053. Thank you for helping us follow Jesus' call to serve our neighbors in need. This is year 44 for me teaching. When I started here, there were teachers here that had taught me when I was a student. Now I'm the old person. (laughs) Right now, I teach junior high math. I love when kids find what I'm teaching to be fun and they get it. I see that light bulb go off and it's a thrill. People are always amazed, what, what? You're here for 44 years? It's hard for me to believe, frankly. (laughs) I love what I do. Every summer I think, oh, I miss the classroom. Even on the weekends, I think I can't wait to get back on Monday 
and teach those quadratic equations. <laughs> Shape the next generation of leaders. Teach. Apply today at artchicago.org slash schooljobs. Did you know that Catholic Charities accepts car donations? If you're ready to free up space in your garage and put a stop to all those expenses that go along with owning a car, we will gratefully accept your donation, whether the car is running or not. You choose a pickup time that is convenient for you, and we will make the donation as easy as possible free of charge. You'll receive a charitable donation receipt as well. We accept all types of vehicles nationwide, and you will know that your donation is made to Catholic Charities, an agency you can trust. To learn more about donating your car, call 877-786-4483. That's 877-786-4483. Thank you. It's convenient in the summer to bring people together, but the response of our, of our parish, our church, to the violence in the street, but also to help people, especially our parishioners, to be involved in prayers and build community when they come together to build peace. Beautiful, we're back. WNDZ 750 AM, Catholic Chicago, 312-255-8408. You can go to youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago with Father Marco, Franco Luna, Tony Velasco. We just saw uh, our YouTube viewers saw beautiful snippets of the street masses and heard some, some comments by one of the associate pastors. But maybe, Father Marco and Tony, why don't you share with us, first of all, the concept of street masses, but... How is it going with them, Father Marco? Maybe uh, probably, yeah. probably Tony uh, could tell us more about the history of those uh, street masses. So I'll I let him. Okay, great. Uh, speak at this at this moment, great. and I'll I'll conclude. Yeah, Tony, was that started by uh, Father Don Nevins? I w- I would like to say that I know who started it, but it was there uh, previous to to my arrival before. Oh John wow! Klein. Okay, there, okay. You know, it's been around for a while. So yeah. uh, I would assume it was started by Bishop Manns. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So um, it, it started as, as a way to invite uh, the community to let them know that St. Agnes existed. So uh, you, we split up the, 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 our area, the community, into uh, sectors. Mm. And then every, every, before every Mass, the night before, we would go door to door and hand them a list of services that St. Agnes had and invite them to St. Agnes and invite them to the mass that was going to be held in a central location of that sector. 
and that would be the Black Mass. So we're, we're essentially, it was our summer mission, uh, letting know that, that uh, Beautiful. you know, that we, that we were there and the services that we offered. Uh, it, you know, violence throughout hmm. uh, the, the history in, 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 in Little Village, obviously it, it, it developed into something more of, uh, of, of praying, praying for, the, for uh, the end of violence and for many other things, uh, things that are needed in our community, uh, such as immigration issues. Um, but that that's basically what the start was for me, and uh, just bringing, bringing the liturgy to the community and uh, welcoming new people. So a lot, many times people arrive in little villages, little village, and they didn't know uh, that St. Agnes was there. So that's the reason. We have a lot of new people coming in to little village constantly now tony when the mass is happening are the streets closed off are the police notified the, the street How does is it closed work? off yes so we set up a sound system so we start inviting people before the mass starts so people can hear us like blocks away because uh, we turn up that volume and we invite people to come out at least you know sit at their porch and 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 uh and we especially invite new people that have you know are not part of saint agnes we invite everybody to, to show them that we're here and we pray for peace in the community. So which means then every year would be about five or six or seven masses throughout the summer, like one per week? Every year it's it's different. Um, obviously, you know, we have many music ministers, so I'm not really involved this year. Uh, we have many great music ministers like Vivier and Alma Melia Molina. But yeah, every year there is. Uh, there's several masses. There's sometimes... Uh, we started as early as July and had up to 12 and 14 masses. Mm. And it does mir- mirror. Um, so I went down to Quechua Tanagra for three years to work with the our mission group that was down there. And it mirrors how worship occurred in that little town. You know, there was a chapel, but they'd have mass in the in the court, whatever, you, not the courtyard, but you know what I'm talking about, and, and processions. You know, so the town, I mean, it was just totally integrated into the culture of the town that that's how we worship. We worship not only in church, we worship all around the community. Now, um, Father Marco, how, how did you hear about these masses before you took the pastorate and thought, wow, that's that'll be something nice uh, to be involved in? I did. Yeah. Uh, yes, I did, because I was uh, an associate pastor at the neighboring parish for my first assignment. And I was uh, invited once oh. uh, to to celebrate mass with with the community here at Saint Agnes, and it's something that I uh, grew up with in my childhood yeah. because yeah. my my pastor that I was talking about before, that's something that he did when mm-hmm. when I was growing up, and something beautiful is like before mass people gather together for rosary, so then the the new neighbors I'll say they are like. Uh, getting a word like what's happening outside so somebody's praying and and getting around the altar to to celebrate mass and right after they had food to share oh beautiful. so they they are right right after mass they they build a community which is a beautiful thing because they are they they know each other and they 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 really know who are they praying with and for which is the the most important thing and right uh, during mass, they are bringing, uh, their, they write down their intentions 
and they present them before the altar. And many of them is because they are uh, looking for uh, peace and justice and many uh, cases in the court and all of that. That's, that So people gather together in their faith, mm-hmm. but also they are sharing their own struggles, their own life, I'll say by building a community, which is a beautiful thing. Now, Tony, I need to ask you this question. I don't mean to put you on the spot, but now Father Marco is the brand new pastor in your parish. What advice would you give him as he begins as the new pastor? Or have you given him? Or have you already given him as he has begun as the new pastor at St. Agnes? Yeah. I I don't know that I have advice. I think I just told him stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. and, um, well, give us one of the give, stories. Give us one of the stories that maybe your favorite story that you shared with Father Marco. I talk so much, I don't remember everything I said. <laughs> <all the time. laughs> and I think I think sometimes he was like, "Okay, well, thank you," and he's walking away, and I kept talking. <laughs> he's, um, he's walking backwards. <laughs> there's so much about Saint Agnes, uh, and I I just wanted him to let him know that there's just so much, there's so much, uh, so many great people at Saint Agnes. Um, yeah, I can't think of anything. I talk, yeah. but I did. I did talk his ear off about Saint Agnes. I I love Saint Agnes, and I'm sure that uh, right. I'm sure Father Marco that people have truly welcomed you as the new shepherd. Because I know in that community, like everywhere, that people love their priests. Oh, they sure and do. welcome them. And uh, I know that, of course, Mar- Father Marco. I saw you yesterday at the funeral for uh, Bishop John Manns, and but I got also, you know, being a brother priest and you're ordained now four years, and I'm 44 years, is that when you do walk into a new parish, there's a joy, there's also a fear, um, there's a hope, and also that you're walking into a community that has a rich, rich, great tradition, and to be able to listen to people of, of, of all ages, and you will do that so well because, again, there's been a rich history of great pastors in which you will be one of them too, but we need to bring the program to a close. I want to thank in a very, very special way uh, Father Marco, Franco Luna, and Tony Velasco, who says he talks too much, and uh, for joining us on the program here this morning, but no, Tony and Father Marco, you have been marvelous guests. Our prayers are with you as you begin the ministry. Uh, Mark? I just want to add one thing. If you could let our listeners and viewers know, um, where can they find the schedule for these Masses? Yeah, give us the website. Uh, you can go to uh, St. Agnes of Bohemia Church in Chicago. There is the, the, the full list. We have uh, two Masses still going on today oh, okay. in the evening. Oh, tonight. And next Tuesday, it's, it's going to be the last one. The oh, last beautiful. one. So today... Yeah. And next Tuesday. We'll, well, thank you, Marco and Tony. Special thanks to co-host Mark Teresi. Great work of our producer engineers, uh, Clinton Contrell and Michael May. God bless all of you. Have a great, great week and weekend coming up. Yes. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.